0: Dave. Now this is a preview with the prior. The show where we speculate about the
1: upcoming episode of Better Call Saul. Often incorrectly. So this is the first preview with a prior that we're doing for season four. Almost the post view/slash preview. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm yeah.
0: so I'm so glad I put that marshmallow on your microphone because preview with
1: a prior is a lot of peas. Yeah. And I'm
0: trying to solve the p problem because we're we're pretty plosive.
1: We we are pretty <laughs> plosive. Was it something I just learned? Uh thanks to you, Dave. So uh it's kind of interesting and the reason why we didn't do a preview show beforehand some people were asking about that and the reason is because it was it it was all just kind of dropped on us this year i really feel like we were kind of surprised by it we were like oh shit it's like one month out go 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 go
0: we were surprised by the longest delay ever Mm -hmm. so we just we just didn't prepare we just didn't prepare all (laughs) right so we'll,
1: we'll go with that we just didn't prepare so uh but we're we are uh well, we're doing it today, Dave, and we we are here at Third City Sound, uh, wonderful
0: climate-controlled Third City Sound in downtown Joliet, Illinois, right across from the historic Rialto Theater, where the Jim Brewer comedy show just let out. Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't go. I'm just he was like saying. Goat Boy on SNL or something like. That. It was also yeah. half baked, right? He, he does a pretty
0: he does a pretty cool uh, ACDC impression and some other like rock star type things.
1: Okay, very special in my heart. He's a pretty funny guy. Awesome. Well, I think what would be fun to do, Dave, is go through some uh, Twitter correspondence. So you can insert the jingle here. Of and also, we got we got uh, some reviews that we're going to go over from iTunes. My favorite, that's
0: my favorite part about between episodes is just reading reviews. Mm-hmm. I don't know why.
1: I obsess about it. I, I, I don't <laughs> at all. In fact, I forgot that was even an option until the other day when you. When you said, hey, it only took us two days to get our first negative review. Well, that and my- at first I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot that you could even review on iTunes. So uh, if you haven't yet, please give us uh, four stars and review us on iTunes or uh, or not. Grade us as you see fit. I, I just, I always think that you're
0: legit when you get hate mail. Exactly. If somebody cares enough to tell you how much they don't like you, then they're
1: listening. I, I would agree with that. It, it, and it's and it's humorous. Remember when we first started and there was like this big wave of people trying to be the the Better Call Saul podcast. Like right. be, be the, the dudes who are not AMC who have a Better Call Saul podcast. There was right. like a big wave of uh, pretty funny reviews. Yeah, totally. And it, it was kind of fun because uh, the best ones are the bad ones. Yeah. I, I find that absolutely hilarious because totally. all I can imagine is... Well, and if people think we suck, that's that's cool. I'm cool with that. Right. Well, I think we suck half the time. Yeah, But totally. but, but not only that, <laughs> it cracks me up that somebody would listen to something like, maybe I just don't understand it, but it, if I heard a podcast and I really didn't like it, my first reaction isn't to be like, oh, well, I'm going to go write a review and I'm going to tell them how much they suck. Well, I'm going to warn everybody else from wasting their time,
0: you know. That's part of the reviewing process is you are letting other people know what you think. So whether or not they want to waste their time as a whole, like reason Yelp exists. Yeah.
1: Okay. Kind of. Uh, Yeah.
0: It's column A, column B. Okay. Yeah. I I always, I always take those as flattery because, mm -hmm. um, it's like you hear, like, I think our podcast sounds really good Mm -hmm. because I think I do a good job with it. Mm -hmm. So when you sound legit, people expect you to be legit. We're still just two hacks in a freaking bedroom, garage, or studio, (laughs) you know. And uh, so it's like, yeah, we sound like we're supposed to be good, and then we're not. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I'm just here to have fun, man. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We're your guys on the couch.
1: I'm not. I like literally
0: today. We are. We are guys on a couch. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And and, uh, as always, uh, I'm never going to be that person that will obsess over an episode, watch it ten times to make sure I get every little detail correct. No, I prefer the more. As if there was, like, uh, 10,000 of us sitting in a room and watched the show, and then we just decided to shoot the shit about it.
0: Right, and some people don't like that about our show, and that's totally fine, but, like, I kind of use this to learn more things. Mm-hmm. Like, I want right. our listeners to tell me things, like, we got uh, sent a link to an article with some pretty fascinating information in it. Absolutely. That I'm sure we'll discuss in a bit, yeah. and uh, I wouldn't find that on my own, so thank you guys yeah. for sending us shit to watch.
1: Absolutely. So let's start with some uh, Twitter folks. Theo. ID man or Theo Idman. I always say it in Twitter. my head is
0: is Theo
1: Idman or Theo Idman. Theo Idman, all right. He says, uh, and this is uh as happy as I am for Better Call Saw is back on. I'm equally stoked to have the two knuckleheads, Brian and Dave, back on Tuesday back on my Tuesday morning commute. Heck yeah. Via the better, multiple ellipses. Better call saw <laughs> podcast. So thanks a lot, Theo. It's awesome. Dave and I, um, you know, we, in like the year and a half since less Better Call Saul, we've, you know, shit, we've done nothing important. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, and, uh, Jeff, who isn't here with us, but we have, uh, A Plumas Among Us, a Rick and Morty podcast, which, uh-huh. you know, that's become erratic just because of the state of Rick and Morty right now. But hopefully when that gets going, we'll, we'll get more, um, We'll get more. uh, We can make more content because it's a little bit more consistent. Plus, he had a kid. You're working on like TV shows and albums. Another
0: podcast uh, that I don't talk about much. It's called What's Going Down in Downtown Town, but it's so specific to downtown Joliet, Illinois. That Mm -hmm. I mean, I I don't know how many of you guys are even from Illinois. I know one Twitter correspondent is from the the Milwaukee Chicago metropolitan area, but uh, I doubt a lot of people from Joliet are listening.
1: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) and if you are, check that show out uh chad Ingalls, he just says finally some better call saw i just want to give him a shout out for being excited because he tagged us in that tweet so thanks chad tag your writ. uh scott cuffbert says uh what did mike sign on the birthday card reach for the stars reach for the stars barry, barry, barry h <laughs> right yes. yes it's so generic he it's maybe right. that's a flaw though he probably should have put a fake name down right because Ooh. he's already he's already Ooh. faking that that he... comes back to bite him in the ass right because barry would be like what if what if that chick who's uh no birthday... he already but he already said he he
0: has made it known to somebody that he got in with uh, he said he stole an id
1: gotcha okay so, so he that... pull uh, like hey that was part of my ploy scoping right. you guys out was yeah.
0: they already knew that he was walking around with barry h's id
1: okay all right uh billiard lentil Says, uh, welcome back, guys. Well, thanks, Billiard. I appreciate that. It's good to be back. It is. Just just Disjecta Membra (laughs) on Twitter. uh, Didn't really write anything, but he's liked a bunch of our tweets, so super cool on him. We like Uh, you, too. Grammy McRae says, uh, hey, guys. uh, I was hoping the fire inspectors would find some kind of illegal electrical hookup in the ruins of Chuck's house. Evidence that though he was crazy he wasn't wrong well jimmy did
0: plant that camera whatever at one time right but i I think what he's no i I see what you're saying and uh that would have been cool but unfortunately no
1: okay but it would have
0: been cool yeah i'll agree with that
1: it would have uh philip murphy and cody didn't really type anything cody our boy cody nice philip murphy and cody uh didn't really type anything but they gave us hearts which is a twitter's now three-year-old like sign is uh-huh. the heart so we appreciate the hearts like 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 absolutely same thing with jack mcgee gave us props on twitter and our uh, our buddy mall of america m-a-u-l <laughs> of america uh agrees with us he says uh remember we made the comment if you ever want to look official or like you belong at something just bring a clipboard with you yeah nobody will question you and uh and he agrees he actually sent a picture uh from the james Bond movie diamonds are forever Uh, with James Bond walking around with a clipboard, it says, uh, proof that to sneak around inside a secure installation, all you need is a clipboard. All you need. James Bond infiltrated a specter lab in diamonds are forever. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Andy McAfee and, uh, Sam Gordon also giving us love on Twitter. We got hearts, which is nice. And, uh, so we started a little bit, I, I guess I started a little bit of a, uh, of a small controversy here about how to fix a bike chain, <laughs> right? You agreed you would flip the bike over, right? I, I was on the side of flip the bike over. Right, and our buddy Jeff, who isn't here, he's also on the side of flip the bike over. Sam Gordon says, uh, how the hell else would you do it? And how I used to do it was <laughs> if the chain fell off my bike, I would just stop, loop it over the top of the coaster, right, where the pedals connect to, mm mm-hmm. And if it's on the top of it, when you pedal, it's the same motion as turned it upside down and the pedal, and it would just pull it over and the, and the chain would pop on. It'd take like two seconds. That's it's, how I've done it my entire life. There's something
0: in my brain that won't let me put my weight on a sprocket that isn't fully chained. I don't trust it.
1: Okay. You just well, trust it more. Maybe I'm just a pro. You never know. Maybe I did sweet Maybe BMX you're just more efficient.
0: Huh? Maybe you were in the movie Rad.
1: <laughs> I am pretty rad. I'm sorry. <laughs> So like then, It's just
0: it's more efficient. The so way then Sam method. Gordon's
1: reply is, but the chain guard is in the way. Touche, Sam. But those of us who are badasses, we didn't use oh. no chain guard. That was like the first oh. thing I took off you a You know bicycle. what?
0: I, and I didn't even think about that. That is why you would flip it over because you can't do it on top because the chain guard is in the way. No, you have man, to go from the bottom, freewheel it backwards, and then go forward or something right. like that. Okay,
1: know. so for those of us that are hardcore, we, we don't use no chain. We didn't use chain guards in my neighborhood, Dave. You probably had a BMX without any gears. Yeah, totally.
0: Oh, I had like a. 10 what speed. other bikes are there? I had like a ten speed. No, I
1: had like a mountain bike. You a had a ten speed or a mountain bike?
0: I had one of them sweet ten speeds where the the shifter was on the handle. Oh, nice,
1: yeah. nice, nice. No, I had I had a mountain bike, but that doesn't have a chain guard on it either. It just Usually has the it, it has the pants guard that runs parallel to the gear, so you'd still may, be able just to pick the chain up, put the, it on the
0: maybe. Sorry, maybe the bike in the show had a chain guard and we just didn't notice.
1: Maybe I'm just saying from my own experience that's how you fix a chain on a bike. Uh, our buddy Brant, Brant, Brant says, "Hey guys, what have you been up to?" And uh, we're just debating chain guards. Brant, that's all. <laughs> Hanging out, debating prank, uh, chain guards. Uh, disjecta member says, "If the chain has a guard on it, take it off and fix your pant leg. If the chain keeps falling off, get that shit fixed." That's right.
0: There you go. That's right. Or do the, uh, you know, roll up, just roll up your left pant leg.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, oh, cool day. Oh, that's right? why they did that. Cause they were a biker gang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, cooters garage says, uh, I thought it was out that Gilligan didn't use a real hospital or mall names for Gene's flashback. He is usually detail oriented. Uh, he still loves the show, but that just stood out to him. And he says, if you couldn't tell, I live in Omaha so yeah i guess that's kind of true even like the hot dog stand and a bunch of the buildings and such are always real life names and they they didn't use any well i noticed
0: going back through season three that the mall walking would they'd always pass by a store called crazy eight Mm -hmm. and that was the character right and uh is that a real store i don't i don't know know. but that's in albuquerque so any albuquerque people near the albuquerque mall in the albuquerque district that crazy Eight is <laughs> a the real store. Of I always assume Unless I know for a fact That they're making up store names Because I thought there'd be like trademark issues mm-hmm. Which there might be They might pay for the, to use the name and stuff mm-hmm. um, But yeah I always assume that they're made up So
1: I didn't know that those uh, uh, So really we haven't done reviews in a while So I, I went back a year And we, we have four iTunes reviews Nice uh, Ty Gergen, Gergen On iTunes says I like these dudes They're very real Conversation orientated discussion. I can tell they enjoy working together as much as watching the show. Thank you for the commentary.
0: I'm a real boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Ty, I hope I hope you're still listening to us, and, th- and thank you so much for the well belated thank yous for the review from one year ago. Mm. Yeah, which definitely fits in the time frame from the last time we saw Better Call Saul because it's been like the that. time. Absolutely. So, uh, Kavansky uh, wrote this a year um, just shy of a year ago he says uh it grew on me five stars which is super awesome he says uh definitely a polarizing personality on the lead guy but loved it all worth a listening to well thank you uh kavanski i don't think i'm all that polarizing i can see how you
0: can be polarizing
1: yeah yeah give me one example um if it's my innate sexiness i totally agree with you that I can be polarizing. <laughs> it's your overall masculinity yeah well you know. uh if if there there's it's, no such it's, thing, it's your
0: conservative, liberal, libertarianism. Right, right. Well, yeah, you know, you
1: know as far as my masculinity goes, <laughs> yeah, like I I don't believe in toxic masculinity, but I do like to think that if toxic masculinity was an actual thing and not something people just made up last year, <laughs> if that was a real thing, I would like to think that my masculinity uh, goes beyond toxicity, and I would like to think that is venomous. I would like to think that <laughs> my masculinity is so masculine that uh, motherfuckers could die if they don't get to the hospital rather quickly. In which you have just proven how you can be polarizing. Well, that's the cost to pay for being awesome, I guess. So, I guess so. Hey. Either way. I want as many negative
0: reviews as positive
1: reviews. But hey, you know what? You know what's not polarizing? Kavansky, I think it's awesome that you uh, you spent the time to make an iTunes review. That That is cool as much. That, and you, And you took the time.
0: Um you took the time to get through it a little bit and see if you actually like us after a few listens apparently because mm-hmm. yeah. you and said
1: it grew on you. Yeah. And 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 we like you, Kabonsky. Uh Jane Marie Jane from April of this year says informative and hilarious, five stars. This is a high quality pod. Aww. Good sound, good content, funny, really funny. Stop lefty cultural appropriation. <laughs> Just listen. Don't overthink it.
0: Okay, I'll agree with three of
1: those seven comments. Uh cultural appropriation. Uh Jane, thank you so much. Uh cultural appropriation is also a concept I don't buy into. It's which we, is kind of that used we did to be
0: when we decided to become podcasters, we appropriated that culture.
1: Right. Well, you know, it, cultural appropriation just used to be called inclusiveness and like acceptance. And now it's now it's like uh a, a no, bad thing. No, it's inappropriate. Yeah. It's inappropriate
0: appropriation.
1: But that's <laughs> hey, but that's fine. If people want to feel feel that way about things, they can feel that way about things. I'm just happy that uh Jane listens to us. And uh Dave's friend from three <laughs> days ago. Probably is <laughs> Belmore says, lame one star. Ooh. A couple of country bumpkins. Their jokes are terrible. And just to, unlistenable, and uh, I guess I can't argue with that. No, I can't either. <laughs> I, also, I also think our jokes are terrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> country bumpkins, though, I, d- I don't buy, but um, is, uh, is Chicago a country? <laughs> is Chicago in the country? Well, I mean,
0: a lot of people consider where I stay, country. Mm-hmm. It's a small town. You're a suburbanite. Mm-hmm. No. Now, yeah. but originally, I mean, I guess originally we were kind of country. Back, I, know, I know, but like. We kind of live in the middle of nowhere. But even,
1: even if we're country, we're not even really country, right? Because I mean, like if, any way you look at it, we're like the farm fields just outside the suburbs of Chicago. I was going to say, we've both, we, we've both been lost in cornfields. Mm-hmm, that's true. Um. You know, I passed out. I, I almost passed out in a cornfield one time. One time I was at a party and I used to think it was funny. And I was like, you know what? I have no clue where I am and I'm wasted. I'm going to see if I can walk my ass home. I remember, so I, I remember this night. Right. So I was hopping over fences and stuff and somehow I ended up in the middle of a cornfield and I was so drunk and I was so tired and beaten up because uh, I wear flip-flops if it's if there's no snow on the ground and walking yeah. through a cornfield right, is not the best place to wear flip-flops. No. And I remember being like, you know what? Fuck it. I also don't mind camping. So I'm just going to lay right here in this cornfield <laughs> and then I'm going to wake up with the sun and I'll find my way home. But as soon as I closed my eyes and felt myself drift off to sleep, I started thinking about like what if a deer runs through here and stomps on me? So that ah. was, I remember actually thinking like, what if a deer jumps on me? <laughs> That's a pretty lame way to die. Or, it, or what if it breaks my leg? Now I got to walk through the cause And right. then I was just begrudgingly. Was the corn up or was it?
0: It was like, it was like stick.
1: after they like, uh, after they like combined it. Oh, okay. After, okay. So it was like stalky. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? There was, because it, it doesn't pull it out of the ground. It kind of cuts them off. You right. Know? right. And uh that that was my main concern was what if, what if a deer ran through <laughs> not like what if there was a tractor or a right. flash flood well, or I, like
0: they don't harvest in the middle of the night when the fields
1: already been harvested so don't think well, it's tell, about that Tell <laughs> drunk Brian that because that was a legitimate concern <laughs> That was a legitimate concern So anyone out there who takes the time to email us or hit us up on Twitter or write itunes uh reviews whether good or bad or you indifferent. know or what good bad or indifferent good bad or indifferent it's just a uh, super cool that you either gave us a chance or you like hanging out with us because we like hanging out with you guys as well it's kind of why we do this we make no money on it <laughs> so and a lot of times it's a burden to our personal lives <laughs> but but uh, I enjoy doing it, and I enjoy talking with you guys and interacting with you guys. So even if even if you don't like me or find me polarizing, or if you're like me and you find me endearing and charming, I appreciate you. <laughs> or if you're like me and podcast. just tolerate you for an hour a <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what we need is tolerance. And it, it right? gives me a reason
0: to get on Twitter because I literally delete Twitter. I said literally lefty Heroes. cultural appropriation oh. because I delete Twitter as soon as the season's over and then I reinstall it when the season begins just to interact with you guys. Yep. So, you're welcome.
1: You know, they don't you know the word hero. Isn't it, <laughs> is it used <laughs> enough? Oh and today's Modern okay. Society Day. but screw, I, I feel- Screw that joke.
0: That's lame. Uh, <laughs> I do want to comment on a lot of our reviews um, seem to insinuate that we are intoxicated when we do this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am 95% of the time I'm sober. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'm not sober right now as we're doing the show. <laughs> usually, usually I'm sober. So yeah. I, apparently I sound intoxicated.
1: All right. And all I, I just have this weird fat tongue lisp thing going on yeah. that I've had my entire life. So I'm not, I'm not wasted. Yeah. Uh, but i may steal a beer from the studio fridge dave that may happen. that's that's fine absolutely so just so you guys know we're we're generally sober when we do this generally yes Mm -hmm. all right so episode 402 is coming up monday Mm -hmm. so full disclosure we 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 get these right we get the screeners an advanced i was traveling for work you got bored i got bored Uh uh-huh i turned on 402 Uh uh-oh I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. <laughs> like I say here, I, I say here and I watched previews and such. And I really thought like, wow, this should be at least somewhat familiar to me. Cause I'm doing preview with the prior, you know? So uh-huh. like I got to let Dave take the lead, but like, I don't remember it at all. So I must've fallen asleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, uh, I have one of them new age companies where like, you know, they have like, I work for one of these new age companies, not Google, but like where, you know, they have like foosball in the office and like hey it's tuesday and like everybody's going drinking what the hell? why why not you it's know like what i mean for Grizzle. So, you know like hey everybody like eat like let's go right. out to the bars because we're co-workers and apparently that's what we're supposed to do nowadays and uh yeah i think that might have just got the best of me and i think i passed out after after one
0: it happens it yeah. happens
1: it happens so, so let's speculate then let's let's
0: or i can speculate so okay I trigger any memories
1: okay go ahead and speculate i'll let you take the lead and i will respond in kind oh where to begin kim dies <laughs> of, of course
0: <laughs> of course. actually we didn't even talk about the article that got sent to us and i don't remember who sent us the article about the f- things you missed in the in 401 mm-hmm. and one of them was about the gene scene and the kansas city royals bag and uh so you're welcome
1: that's right you called that right
0: but i also we didn't get into detail about what the song's about that was one of the things there's some cool stuff brian has either retweeted it or will retweet it right now
1: well something's gonna happen with nacho yeah obviously right the thing the thing about nacho that uh, one we, we talked about how silly it was like his impatience yeah so as i think about this like his his impatience to get rid of the pills and stuff like that maybe that wasn't like the the way it came across to me on 401 was, was kind of cheap, but maybe that's just one of those things where we hadn't seen that side of his personality right. or, or, or he cracks under pressure, right? Cause he was always cool, calm and collected, but now the shit got real. Cause he tried to poison right? Don or yeah. Tio, right? Hector. H- Hector. Well, uncle Tio, but you know, Salamanca. Salamanca. yeah, right. Yeah. We're, we're all talking about H- Hector. <laughs> yeah. We're all talking about, right. Maybe, yeah. maybe, um, maybe this is just like the start of his down downhill thing. And he can't handle the stress. It's one of those things, huh. you know, maybe he's just like, as soon as he poisoned and he, he watch them get hauled off and all this stuff, he's like, Oh fuck, 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 fuck. Right. You know what I mean? So then he starts making dumb decisions. Huh? Yeah. So what if he gets, what if he gets really sloppy from here on out? Like it, it's destroyed his whole psyche, you know? Yeah. I like it. Cause it's very possible. You know, it's like the, it's like the fighter that goes out and knocks everybody out. Right, but once he gets his bell wrong, he gets he his bell you know, wrong, the and then suddenly it? he's he's not the same guy anymore. It's like you, you Darvish,
0: I make way too many references. Well, it's it's, it's like yeah, anything, like he, you know. Darvish, one of the greatest pitchers of our generation. Uh, if he
1: has a bad inning, he'll lose it. Yeah, exactly. Just crumbles. Yeah. So maybe that was actually like a hint into how he was going to crumble <laughs> going forward. He's that was for baseball fans only because he's not one of the best pitchers of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't even remember last time I watched a baseball game so I know you didn't know the I just game. went with it I was like all right Dave says he's the best pitcher ever no no no
0: he's he is really good but yeah uh that's that's very possible I mean that's kind of what this whole show about is about right like you know falling into Saul Goodman Nacho's breaking bad you know yeah,
1: <laughs> better he's bra- he's breaking sloppy I'm breaking sloppy okay um I also think about uh Jim and uh and Kim's relationship
0: thats That's got to be affected Just because they ended the last shot of the last scene um, Of last episode She's got the little eyebrow raise She knows something's up And I'm, I'm going to stick by the whole like Hamlin because, Han- And I did a little more research So I could sound more prepared So Hamlin owes Chuck 8 million He gave him 3 There's mm-hmm. 5 left over mm-hmm. I still think that maybe there's going to be something up with that And Jimmy might have ruined that Or something with the money because he's acting like a jackass.
1: Oh wait a minute, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, I guess he could f- fuck it up. But I, I guess maybe he could also, uh, maybe Jimmy kind of had his cake and eat it too in that last scene, right? Because uh, Howard was blaming himself for Chuck's demise, right? Right, and he's just like, well, that's the cross you are going to have to bear. So double whammy. Not only does not only can he kind of like stick it in Howard's face and make him feel like shit for the rest of his life, right? But he might be thinking, and I'm getting I'm getting that paper, son. Right. Getting money, right? Well, yeah, but I didn't, and I also forgot
0: about the last time Hamlin and Jimmy interacted where Hamlin was a dick, mm-hmm. and he's like, you're just looking for the handout, you're pushing the Sandpiper case to get your payout, and he literally takes out his wallet, and he's like, you want a handout? Here's some cash. Mm-hmm. He was a total asshole to him. So then it's like the whole, like, I was an asshole to you, but now I think I killed your brother right you know so he's just gonna let him be racked with guilt but i i don't i would like to i, I don't think that scene's over i hope they keep going with that scene and howard catches them whistling and because howard could be so wrapped up in his own emotions that he might not even
1: pay attention but kim noticed so. yeah that'd be that'd be awesome if, and i know they never fucking do this because it's going to be a scene about it's going to open with like a scene about like barry or somebody (laughs) you know what i mean like it'd be awesome if just for once they picked up like a second after well they did
0: um season uh season two to three Mm. remember ended with them hitting stop on the recorder and then i think it started with him picking the recorder up out of the drawer ah i think that went straight on through
1: but i I guess i'm saying because it, it cut after that, right? Like yeah, it's, it's just totally, the fish it's and totally stuff? just
0: like she raised her eyebrow. It zoomed in on Kim with her eyebrow raised all curious-like and then went to black. Right.
1: So It'll be awesome if it picked up after, after Because it's how good. would you react if you were Howard, right? right? Like, I came here to somebody who's kind of... At one point was my friend and somebody I respected and I liked his drive and stuff, but then he was kind of a dick, so I was a dick back. And now I'm thinking, oh, well, I caused his brother... To kill himself. Right. And he just tells me it's my cross to bear. But now this dickhead is feeding fish and singing, making coffee, and making coffee. Right. If you were, if you were Howard, like, here, let's go with that. If you were Howard, what, what do you think would be going through your mind? Because I, I think Howard would be smart enough to be like, that son of a bitch. Yeah. Like what, what?
0: Like let's say I killed, like, your, let's say I killed your brother.
1: Okay. Yeah. Kyle. Okay. So Kyle's, Kyle's okay. gone. Okay. I said
0: something. I was a total dick to him. And uh, he drove him up, over the edge. He ended up with the, you know, um, through his. Oh, I don't want to get too dark with it. <laughs> drove him over the edge because okay. Kyle's a family. I'm not getting them involved. Okay. <laughs> uh, so drove him over the edge, mm-hmm. and then I, I, I tell you and your wife that I push Kyle over the edge, and you start whistling. I might attack you. Right. I might like And you just start Because I know You're kind of You're you're kind of a dick Mm -hmm. You're a polarizing personality For sure Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah. So uh, I read on iTunes Yeah Yeah, Absolutely Because But you're also not Jimmy McGill Mm -hmm. You don't get things over on people But yeah If you had that kind of reaction Mm -hmm. Where it's almost like You were relieved Mm -hmm. About something Then I would definitely question that I'd be like Why did your mood just change Right You know I would notice a change in your mood And want to know I wouldn't necessarily attack you But I would be like dude
1: right there'd be some confrontation there right
0: yeah like have some empathy for me motherfucker like i'm your friend i like feel like your brother
1: i feel like howard would almost would almost be like like in howard's way would almost think that jimmy snapped like in a way you, you know how like huh. people people have like traumatic circumstances it's like and when
0: you laugh through the pain yeah like, or like like things add up so much you just kind of lose it and you just start laughing right like this is hilarious
1: like it's not hilarious i think not- i think that would be my first response is if i if i thought I was the, if, if i thought i drove somebody's brother over the edge and i i poured my heart out to him even though we haven't had the best of relationships and the reaction was to, to feed the fish make coffee and start singing songs i i think my reaction would be like uh Oh my, oh my God. Like he's, he's actually in worse shape than I am. Like, I feel like shit, but like that dude can't, he's lost. He can't handle it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, because he doesn't know that Chuck told him that he never really cared about him, which, which was, you know, Chuck, I think preparing Jimmy in a way to be apathetic towards his death. Right. I, I don't think from last season, that was a big confession of Chuck being like, I don't care about you.
0: No, but do you think Chuck was planning to go at that point? Oh, that, yeah, yeah. I, that, think, that I think before he, he called the therapist, before he started going crazy and taking his I think his it house was an apart. act of
1: self-sabotage to, to make it easier for Jimmy to separate. Because Jimmy always still cared for Chuck, obviously, by, like bringing him shit all the time. Right. right? Like, taking care of him, right? Or maybe it was just to but, push him away so he stopped fucking him over. No, I think it was to push him away. So, like, it, it was like, they're so bad with their emotions towards each other unless it's, like, an absolute dust-up. Yeah, You know, people in those situations react kind of oddly, right? Yeah. Like, and I've heard of people having the rationale like if somebody goes on like a, like a drug bender with the intent that they might not come back, they start pushing away the family and stuff like that. Yeah. Because in, in, in your mind, it's, 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 it's easier for them to accept it if they hate you yeah. than it is if they, if they are a hundred percent concerned to love you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I actually think in a, in a weird twist of way that that was Chuck's way of, of like, lessening the impact for jimmy i never i can but i think i might that. have discussed that last year but like Probably. thinking about it now on the couch at third city sound studio in joliet illinois <laughs> uh that that's what i would think because Howard doesn't know about that but i, I think that's what chuck was going for that's was a whole
0: nother discussion though because i kind of i don't think chuck was ready to off himself at that point i
1: disagree i did but anyway we've already but, discussed this but, in, in, right? you know but how, howard how doesn't
0: is. know about that right? right howard doesn't know about that he doesn't
1: know right? about so, that so i <laughs> dynamite drop in donnie <laughs> <laughs> so i i'm just saying i would probably react as uh, holy shit that dude's nuts like that guy's off his rocker because he, he already thinks he's like some sort of crazy like he doesn't have the same you know like Social, he probably, already, yeah, he probably already thinks he's some sort, uh, some sort of social path to begin with, right? Right. Socio social, sociopath, path? socio, socio, sociopath, right? Right. So like maybe he just thinks like that. That's it. Like it's just he's he's uh okay, hysterical, right? Well, or manic, right? Like yeah, you know. All right. Well, I'm gonna disagree with you on that. Okay. Which we enough. established. Fair enough. What do you, What do you guys out there think before we get this episode posted? Let Let us know. That'd be a good Twitter conversation. What, yeah. How do you think Howard? What do you think Howard is? Is thinking in that moment. Right. Because I I and I, but I think we also disagreed on how what what we think Kimmy thinks, right? Because I I kind of thought that that Kimmy, even though she's seen him kind of be like mischievous and uh maybe even a little vengeful, um this this is because she kinda she knows what's going on. Uh-huh. Right. So like I think that was the first time where like her the way she viewed him started to crack, and that was the first time she saw him as vindictive because it wasn't even like a lie to it wasn't even like a lie to save his ass it was it was blatantly yeah it was blatantly letting howard believe that to basically crush that man's spirit. that's about as vindictive as it gets what if howard kills himself now no (laughs) jeez if dave had if dave if you had your way every character (laughs) would die some Uh,
0: i always tell people and i believe you heard me say this my favorite movies are the ones where everybody dies at the end
1: Maybe you're a sociopath. <laughs> Maybe you're nuts.
0: Which is why The Mist is my favorite movie. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> best movie ending ever. But um, but you know what I mean, like um, yeah. Um, no, I, I, well, I thought we agreed. I think we agreed on that. I didn't think it was the first time. I mean, I just,
1: I because there was before where she would kind of like. I think it's, like, another,
0: it's another. It's uh, another hammer onto the wedge. It, the wedge is driven a little bit more. Okay. Because it's already kind of been there. Mm-hmm. um she's tolerated his shenanigans on on several occasions and she's seen him kind of go too far a couple times and kind of reel them back in mm-hmm. maybe or maybe to your point this is when she stops reeling him back in
1: there you go oh that's a great way to put that all right yeah. digging it digging it okay cool yeah. and lastly where uh where does mike go from here i'm
0: interested to see what's going to happen having gone back and now watched the whole magical thing and realizing that i had forgotten admittedly that his whole job is to launder two hundred thousand dollars so he gets 20 weeks of 10k a week Mm -hmm. um and then so i think he's and he was all worried about having his name on the books so he only went there to establish a legitimate reason for his name to be on the books Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with uh, um i'm gonna say with him contacting lydia she's gonna think something's weird about that because i don't think she wanted any interaction she's just like we're giving you your money mm-hmm. um and then you're done but now he's like throwing her name out there so she's gonna be like who's this airman trout guy she's gonna freak out because she's prone to freak out as we've seen yeah that's true yeah she's very emotional mm-hmm. she's very like uh well she wasn't breaking bad when she was in some really 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 high water
1: right just watch the episode uh season five, episode nine, I think of break of Bad the other day where, uh, um, uh, Walt kind of quote unquote, get out of the business and she shows up at Walt's car wash uh-huh. because like the business he handed over is, you know, the, it went from like 99% pure to 68% pure, which yeah. is, I didn't know they graded drugs like that, but apparently they do in TV shows. Okay. If there's anybody out there who like Any does meth mess and <laughs> could tell us if that's how that really works, like please do, um, but that's, that's a good point. She's, she's kind of, to loop back, she's kind of skittish and kind of goofy. But also I was thinking, uh, I, well, I didn't think this before, but we kind of brought it up earlier about the whole birthday card thing. Uh huh. That'd be awesome. If something that mundane caused a stir, it would. Right.
0: But they already know, but that I, I'm standing, I'm standing by that, that he's already told Barry, he has your ID and mm-hmm. then Barry's going to be like, how'd I sign this card? It may maybe I don't know. I'm thinking something's just going to happen about him showing his face there. He wasn't really supposed to show his face there, but now he's showing his face there, mm-hmm. and people can start asking questions. Okay. Um, there was a thing in the article about things you missed in the pilot about Ted mm-hmm. and his business. Yeah, it was in like the wan ads or something.
1: Yeah, um, completely loaded. Yeah, right. Like the the one ads had a bunch of crazy references but yeah. uh, definitely a good world building good definitely a great way to do it <laughs> totally
0: little, little reasons to watch it again and, and pause the screen yeah you
1: know absolutely
0: i, I just I, you know and then i realized it was the wine ads and nothing to do with magical so uh never mind bringing that up Ma- <laughs> Madrigal is like the singing group in high school no it's the company mike works for oh the way and you yes, said that i, I was a magical in high school yeah. okay
1: I, I don't swing choir for, swing choir for okay. those non- uh Country Bumpkins. Country Bumpkins, yes. Yeah. <laughs> those of those of you who aren't one star on iTunes Country Bumpkins. Uh, the swing choir. Swing choir. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I think those are like the three major plot lines. Um God, I, I don't know. The mic thing moves so freaking slow.
1: God, that that's so great though. Like I said, I, I chuckled because it was this big long elaborate scene, and then the payoff was I'm doing my job because it, yeah, it totally sets you up <laughs> just like everything in this goddamn show because everybody's like oh well this this has got to mean this this has got to mean this but it does and then usually it's more elaborate and bigger than that yeah but the whole mic thing it was like oh well this has got to be working this angle and this has got to be going to this plot point. and then it's like no it's exactly what you see <laughs> it's exactly what anybody was the doing the genius
0: of the show is that yeah we think that now but in a couple episodes we might not think that hmm There probably is some little mundane thing. Maybe it is the birthday card, but there's going to be something with that scene. That's going to lead to something bigger. Mm -hmm. It has to. Right. Or are we just conditioned? Like when Jimmy feeds goldfish, he makes coffee. When we see Mike, we think it's part of a bigger plot, but it's Mm -hmm. not. Who knows? Yeah. I guess we'll have to find out. This is all purely conjecture and speculation.
1: Yeah. Often incorrect. Often. (laughs) Often incorrect conjecture and speculation also
0: filling people's inboxes with way too many episodes because it hasn't been a regular pattern for four years
1: yeah right it, it's <laughs> it's it's uh so weird you know you know what probably happened is they were probably focusing on all the real media like igna like uh mm. entertainment tonight like all these like real and they're like oh yeah those two assholes from chicago like we should probably just give them their shit <laughs> <laughs> But in all seriousness, AMC has been absolutely awesome to us. They've, oh, they've I was been talking super. about how we make too many episodes. Oh. And and you know, to get more hits. Oh. We were accused <laughs> we were accused of that. I was talking about how they sent us because usually they send the first two episodes. Yeah. And this time they sent the first three. Right. So I thought you were saying with too many episodes. I thought oh, you were no. saying like they sent us too much to keep track of, but
0: No, I was saying the fact that we do two episodes a week. Yeah. And 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 I know the listenership on this show isn't quite as high. Um especially since we didn't get any comments about how people are excited for their Friday morning commute. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it was probably be released on Sunday or whatever. Right. But yeah, you guys that are listening like super awesome because I don't know, this is still fun for us.
1: Totally. And uh, we'll, we'll be in it to the end. So with that, I look forward to uh, hearing what you guys think is going to happen in episode 402. Please hit us up on Twitter. I S G M podcast on Twitter. You can send us email at like host, at it's all good or host at nothing important podcast. You can listen to past episodes, of nothing important podcast where we talk to really cool people like, uh, Mike Rowe and Rick Astley. And, uh, man, there are so Andrew many Andrew WK, Andrew, Andrew fucking WK <laughs> and Wheeler Walker jr. And like all these, all these great and, uh, really successful and inspirational people, uh, check out past episodes of it's all good man If you're new to us, uh, we've, we've interviewed everybody from the damn cast, except for Jonathan banks. Yep. One day that's going to happen. Someday. And, uh, tomorrow I'll see if we can get the PFAB back on. We should try and get Irene on, which I I forgot to mention. I,
0: I hope Irene comes back this, uh, in the next few episodes. Cause the sandpiper case, that story's still moving. Oh you yeah. Know? Good call. So I mean, it left with him taking the fall for being such an asshole to her. So I wonder if that might have some sort of amends or something like that.
1: That's a good call. Well, and, and if there's anybody you guys want me to reach out to and try to get them on the show, we've had a pretty decent success for a couple of nobodies. Yeah. So, um, you know, let me know who you would like to see on the show and uh, I'll, I'll definitely reach or out here. to their agents. Who, who would you
0: like to hear on the show? Who would I like to have on the show? No, you said see, but we're an audio show. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So who, who would you like to hear on the show? One day we'll get Jonathan Banks. It, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, I even tried to work the angle. For Jonathan Banks, I even tried to work the angle that both uh, Jonathan like Banks Bancy. and Bob Odenkirk were in The Incredibles too. I even tried to work that angle. <laughs> like, we don't even have to talk about Better Call Saul. We could talk about Incredibles too. I just want to put him on the podcast just to say I, had John- I finally made it. Finally got Jonathan Banks after four years to be on. on or five years, like, real time, but, like, four years se- TV seasonal time. Yeah. It's going to happen. Someday. You know me. It, it, it's going to happen. And also, the last thing before we sign off, well, you can also check us out on A Plumist Among Us. If, a Plumist Among Us. It's our Rick and Morty podcast with me and Jeff. And uh, Dave jumped in on the last episode, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, yes, it was. Also, uh, <laughs> if you do live near Joliet, Illinois, Dave and I are actually going to play... A show with our band that hasn't played in like eleven years.
0: It's gonna be
1: interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But uh, if you guys are interested to come hanging out with us in uh, in Julia, Illinois, October thirteenth, and see us uh, sing rock and roll terribly, PM me for details. PM us for details <laughs> or DM on Twitter, right? DM whatever the fuck it is. Just get a hold of us. Uh, we'll make sure to give you a free cover. Just say you're with uh, the <laughs> It's All Good Man podcast, and we'll, and we'll let you into the show for free.
0: There's no cover
1: for anybody. <laughs> it's a free show in a tiny place. Exactly. And with
0: that, Dave. Well, what's the sign-off for this show?
1: That—that oh, that is now. <laughs> <laughs>